I'm your host, Jim Andre, broadcasting out of Lake Wales, Florida. On today's episode, the topic is going to be, is Earth a prison planet? Well, I did. Uh, I also do a uh, out-of-the-box podcast with a co-host, Bradley Powers, and I've recorded that uh, podcast for today's radio show, Is Earth a Prison Planet? And here is that episode. Jim Andre presents Out of the Box. Yes, so our topic. And I'd like to. Our topic is what is Earth a prison planet? Okay, uh, give me sixty seconds, and I will. Give me sixty seconds. We've got a couple of viewers already. Give me sixty seconds. All right, uh, you're going to uh, share and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, and then I'll, I'll, I'm going to introduce the show formally. Uh, formally, 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 and I would like to say hi there, everybody. Uh, thank you for watching, and thank you for those who will be watching. Thank you for your support. Uh, whilst I am sharing the show, I would like to say that this is. I'd like to welcome you to our presentation of Out of the Box podcast. This is Jim Andre presenting Out of the Box podcast. With his co-host Bradley, Bradley Powers, Powers from Esoteric Powers. Powers. 
thought I'd get that in there. <coughs> whoop whoop. And uh, we yeah. are going to be discussing on this show is are we living in a prison planet? Yes, and I believe that's a legitimate question, you know. We're all uh, born planet, into this we're all born into this world, uh, you know, uh, serving a life sentence, uh, doing hard labor while being on death row, basically. Uh, the only way we can get off this rock is uh, through death. So Are we uh, living on a prison planet? Yes, we're definitely living, uh, uh, you know, experiencing a life sentence. Uh-huh. In a minute, I'm just sharing to people, and in a minute, Facebook Messenger is going to stop me from sharing. You think so? Yeah, they will. They do it why every time. They, why, 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 why would they do that? Because we are sharing the truth, the forbidden. What? They haven't? They haven't intervened yet? I've got to be honest, I'm surprised. Ah, ha, ha. Here we go. Right, let's get down to some comments here and see what people are saying. Bear with me a minute. What, what, what? Bear with me a minute, please. Uh, it's good to be back. It's uh, We're doing a little show. Me and Jim, we just got this urge to come. We've got this urge to come and resonate with you guys because we want to share our thoughts and feelings and hear your thoughts and feelings about are we living on a prison planet? And here we go. So let's get this show started. Out of the you box. Know. Podcast host Jim Andre Bradley Powers will be discussing whether or not we are actually existent on a prison planet or not. Live chat be the first comment. Well, we have got some comments, actually. I don't understand how. Uh, but it says from Facebook user, nice background, Jim, lol, and hi. Hi, guys. Hi, hi Facebook. Everybody. I can't see who you are. I cannot see who you are. Let's see if I can find yeah, you. I'm Daisy Lee Neaton. Oh, right. I gotcha. Daisy Lee Neaton, thank you for joining us. Daisy Lee Neaton says, Hi, guys. Hi there, Daisy. Brian Fireball says, Nice background, Jim. Low and high. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for joining us. And we have a couple of viewers. <laughs> well, that's a start anyway. So, uh, we thought we'd discuss is a planet Earth a prison planet? And it's a great discussion because. Is it? That's a good question. And we thought we'd discuss it from the spiritual point of view, the religious point of view, and from a scientific point of view. And we was hoping that you would actually share your thoughts and feelings with us as well. So Daisy, Brian, are we living in a prison planet? You know, as with any institution, right? It's controlled by higher officials, which be our, would be our world leaders, right? So they would be in control of this prison planet, which would be the 1% who are in control at this time. Right? Uh-huh. Oh, well, one of my devices is actually presenting... I questions in the her. forum and the other devices is not so it's just as well i've got more than one device facebook technology thinks it can glitch me but it can't because i have also found a device that me and jim can enjoy the show with without feedback without echoes with precise precision sound engineering from my tablet and from jim's uh, expertise at becoming a production manager now, Brian Fireball says, yes, we are living in a prison planet. Yeah, I can't Daisy, see, any, I can't see any of the uh, conversation at all, not even on my I can. I've got, yeah, I'm having the same difficulty, Jim. I've got to be honest. I've got, my phone is not presenting any 
of this but my other tablet is so we will carry on i will i will uh, convey to you jim everything that's been presented in the forum and i will start with brian fireboy says yes we are living in a prison planet so we yes, agree you. yes another another comment i'd like to make is uh when we're born we're a product of the state of the uh the uh one percent that run the institution in other words so uh the majority of us are born what do we get we get a a number a social security number which could be akin to a convict id number okay we we're born free but we be, instantly become a product of the state and controlled by the government all right and this this happens on in a, in a worldwide uh way uh where people are controlled you control from your first breath to your last. So our social security numbers could be considered our convict ID numbers. Facebook are messing with this show terribly. I'm telling you something for nothing. Uh, my phones will not present to me any of the comments in the forum. Uh, the tablet I'm actually using to to broadcast this show is presenting everybody with the name of a Facebook user. It's not giving me their identity. However, I have a device here that is presenting me with your identities. So do not worry. I've always got a backup plan normally, and my backup plan is working. Daisy says, I'm still on the fence about us living on the prison planet. If we are, I think it's a mechanism of hell. Well, it could and be. Daisy said, we both sound great. Yeah, it could be. Uh, it could be a uh, uh, purgatory where we're being tested, where we uh, have to endure the very effects of both a uh, heaven and a hell during the course of a natural lifetime. Uh huh. Yeah, and somebody made a comment, and someone made a comment that we're being tracked through our phones. Of course, all this advanced technology. That's why they allow us to use the internet so freely, so they can keep track of us. They can actually draw up psychological profiles on on each individual by what sites they visit, uh, what comments they make. They know what they're doing. Yeah, I agree with purgatory. Somebody mentioned purgatory is their guess, and that's my guess as well. Also, also, um, yeah, uh, thank you, Daisy. We sound great. I'm glad we do, because we want to sound great for you. Now, Brian the Fireball says, I see one of two ways of death, or we get tired of their bullshit and take them down to get off this rock. That's why you're given a social security number at birth so that we can That's be right. identified and monitored and tracked all through our life. That's right. That's your convict ID number. Yes, your convict ID number. Yes, that's very good. Davey says that's true. And Brian Firebart says, we're being tracked through our phones. Yes, we are. Even when our phones are off, they can hear us and see us, even when our phones are off. Thank you for joining us, Josh Simmons. It's a pleasure to have you here. I haven't forgotten about you. Thank you for joining us. I thought I'd send you the show at random. Um, and yeah, Daisy says, Jim, try to swipe sideways in the chat box. She has to do that every time to actually see comments. Well, I, I, I tried everything. I'm trying it now, and it's not working. I, I get no comments at all, so I don't understand why that is. Okay. Because I, uh, usually, get it, I usually get it on my iPhone. I'm on a computer here. Okay. And I usually get it on my iPhone, but I, it's, it's just blank. Uh, for those watching, this is out of the box and not esoteric hours, which means out of the box will be broadcasting for 60 minutes because we will be posting this on Jim's Instagram account as well. It, uh, Instagram videos can only be 60 minutes long maximum, right. so we will be like 59 minutes this show. Right. So please uh, tune in and 
feed us with as many questions and share your thoughts, feelings and emotions about your opinions about is this a planet Earth? Daisy Lynn Eaton says purgatory is my guest too. Purgatory. Yeah, that's what I mentioned. Uh, that's what I mentioned before. That that would be my guess. If uh, Brian says, Brian Fireboy says, yes, sir. Daisy Lenisa says, if this is the prison planet, do you think we are living in a time of the judgment? Yeah, the time of the judgment. You know, the universe doesn't judge. It is only man that judges himself. Uh, I, I, I will contribute uh, to is this a prison planet in the sense that we worship a new God now and that God is money. We worship money. We praise money. We live for money. We need money to survive. We are a slave to the wage. Money is our God and we, it's compulsory because otherwise you will die. If money is not your God, then you would die. The want of money is the root of all evil. That's that's what uh, you know uh, produces it, most of the greed on earth. It, it's it's not so much the money; it's what you do with it that counts. Although the way he's been, uh, the regime that we've been uh, born into is a slave, slave to the wage. Uh, of course, it's all about control. That's what religion is all about: control. That's how they control this prison planet. Brian Fireball says it's like him. And I are on the same wavelength. I think he's saying it faster than I can type it. Low Jim, not him. Jim, yes. He, uh, Brian Fireball, a grief of you, Jim. Yeah, well, I mean, it's common sense if you stop to think about it, the way everything is set up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, you that, that's, what, that's what this background predict. Uh, uh, this, this is what the, this. Uh, uh, background uh, depicts is being on a prison planet and being on death row because that's exactly uh exactly what it what it seems like and the prisoners are the wardens if you like this what we in england would call the screws <laughs> the screws is what we would call them Ooh. they are the like the uh the officers that uh the glue that adhered like the adhesive the glue yeah. that bind us all together, the police are there like... Um, yeah, they're the, the correction officers, yeah. They're the correction yeah. officers, yeah. Correction officers. That's yeah, here they're known as the pigs or the bulls. Now, they, they, People, they, also call, they also call law enforcement out there in England bobbies, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's very good, Jim. Well done indeed. Yes, a bit of English history for you. The uh, policeman is known as the bobby. In yeah, England. But, uh, but that must have been before there were women officers. Aren't there any bobbies now? <laughs> That's right, yeah. And you had to be six foot tall to be a copper, a copper or a bobby. Uh, six foot tall. And also they wore these tall hats to make them look even taller to give you um, intimidate so you. So all female officers, you have to be six feet? Check out all that smoke, just like a dragon. What was you saying, Jim? I said all female officers in England have to be six foot tall. No, it's changed. The law has changed now, to be honest with you. So they, like, so you know, now I, they I've must seen have... a short arse of a CID, and I would never have believed in my life. So now they must, refer, they must refer to them as Barbies and Barbies, right? They must refer to them as what, sorry? Barbies and Barbies. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian Fire, Fireball says, ah, but common sense is not so common sense. It's not so common. Common sense is not so common. That's true. I agree with that. I agree with that, yeah. With so many drones out there, drones, yeah, absolutely. Drones, they don't, they don't need the manpower with the drones. The drones will replace the officers, the law, really. Drones are so precise. They are, and they're also, some drones are armed, and they could wipe out, they could pinpoint and wipe out a huge gang 
of criminals easily. Well, that, what they would deem as criminals, it doesn't mean they are criminals, they're criminals of the state. President Trump recently did that with a terrorist. Uh, yes, Daisy Lanita says, Daisy says, the screws, I've heard that, that's right, that's what they're called, the screws. Do no. you know said. why they're called screws? Let me tell you why, a bit of history here, because back in the day, 100 or 200 years ago, here's my thumb, and they would put my thumb into a screw. Guys, let's see if I have to use this thumb. Put my thumb into a screw, and then they would a turn screw, and they would turn and crush my thumb as a form of torture. And they were known as turn screws, abbreviated down to screws. Turn well, screws, you. turn screws to screw your thumb down, and that was a form of torture to get you to confess to your crime. So they uh, they use that as an interrogation tool. Yeah, that's right. And that normally you'd be honest and tell the truth if you was in pain and agony or you tell them anything they want to hear because you'd be in so much pain and agony. It's one or the other or both. Right. Bobby Stoichkeski says, hello, folks. Hi there, Bobby. Thank you for joining us. I'd hello, like Bobby. to speak to you after the show, Bobby. Uh, me and Jim actually are going into Bradley's room and we, some of you are invited uh, to join us, well, you're all invited to join us, and we can have a little discussion with you there furthermore. If that's okay with you, Jim. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, Bobby, so you're on the list. Uh, Gregory Defence, he kind of looks like Jim's clone a little bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you think about it, me, do you think me and Jim look like a couple of bookends? <laughs> With our goatee beards, mine's natural as well, you know. Seriously, honest, yeah. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> mine's a stick-on goatee beard, actually. I've got them all different shades. Jim's oh, yeah. is the real deal, and I want to know where he gets his wig from, and he won't tell me. Yeah, <laughs> he won't tell me who makes his wig. Yeah, Bobby's talking to the real deal right there. That's real hair. Jim says that's real hair, not a wig. That's right. Not bad for Jim, years. Oh, I don't I don't look that I don't look that old though I sixty-eight. Jim is not a worrier. Jim doesn't worry about anything, and that's why he's got a full head of hair and a beard that he doesn't even die if he doesn't want to. How about my, that? My philosophy is that uh, don't worry about nothing, nothing will be all right. Where me, <laughs> I used to worry a lot in the past i haven't worried for 10 years now although i should worry admittedly i don't worry anymore however i back in the day in my 20s and early 30s i used to worry because like uh, i was leading a path which was very stressful you could say uh daisy Lynn says we look like a couple of bookends yes we do uh gregory defense says you guys are amazing thank you very much gregory uh we are here for you and we are here to share uh esoteric information with you and we're here to hear your thoughts and feelings and emotions and we'd like to hear what you've got to say to us and uh, we can all entwine our information and see what we come up with uh daisy says no jim you don't look 68 he doesn't look 68 does he I was uh, I was born September nineteenth, nineteen fifty three. I just turned sixty eight. Sometimes there has been occasions when we've done the show and Jim has looked younger than me. Dare I say it? But I said it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daisy Lily says Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Yeah, I uh, I'm older than Bradley, so so it's a case where uh, Bradley has to respect his elders. Right, Bradley? Yeah, he's he's like my dad. You know what I mean? <laughs> papa. <laughs> he's like my papa. He's like my papa, you know. I don't say this to him. And the boy lights up, Bobby Stoichevsky says, Yes, it's Jim in jail. Well, do you like his background? Actually, Jim is in jail. Jim is yeah, just I'm, making I'm a here. point. I'm here in jail on death row just like everybody else on this planet. We are born to die. Nothing is forever. I've learned nothing is forever. You know? 
And that's very sad to say that. It's not negative, though. It's positive because nothing is forever. From destruction, creation is born. I have always uh, been taught by the, uh, by the occult, actually, from destruction, creation is born. And I hope uh, all uh, you guys appreciate this because I had to go through a lot, you know, to get the warden to go along with me to be able to broadcast out of here. <laughs> uh, Gregory says, thank you so much. It will be an honor, sir. Yes, Gregory, thank you for joining us. Um, if you're on my friends list, you're welcome to join us in Bradley's room uh, in, in an hour's time. Uh, Brian says, yes, we're here to meet and learn from one another. That's why, because a wise man knows there's something to be learned from everybody. And what I've learned is we are all gifted. We all carry gifts. We all have attributes. And some of us shine and some of us are a little bit dim. We don't shine as much because we don't recognize who we are. If we looked inside ourselves and channeled ourselves, we would recognize that we have qualities that need to be shared. And as they're shared, they will manifest and shine and glow within us. And we will shine like a bright light spiritually. Okay, uh, I'm going to post this comment here. Says Jim looks like the warden. Who who said that? <laughs> Jim does Jim look like the warden? Uh, uh, Daisy says fuck the warden. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Daisy. <laughs> no, who was fuck the warden? The no, no, language. No. Forgive me who for was, swearing. Who who was it that commented? I look like the warden. I can't, I can't see that. See I can't see it either. Oh, you can't? Give me 68, so you have to forgive him. I can't see that. <laughs> but, uh, I won't say it, forgive me for swearing. A thousand how Marys, Daisy. How, <laughs> the language. Women should not swear. That's what I've been brought up to believe. And they shouldn't have toes either. <laughs> how macho. How, uh, what's the word? Uh... uh Oh, oh it's, it's gone from me. Sean McCormick, hi there, Sean. Thank you for joining us. Says death, death is off this world. We are not. We are uh, infinite. We, our consciousness carries on. For many of us who seek ascension, our consciousness carries on. I don't think our consciousness carries on for everybody, but I believe it does for people like yourselves that are tuned into the show right now. You are seeking ascension, and I believe that you will have an opportunity to uh, carry your consciousness into the next life. And where you will actually, if you do head full of light, if you choose to head full of light, which is your prerogative, you may be blessed with the opportunity to have a choice of whether you wish to reincarnate back to Earth or whether you wish to evolve onto a higher plane. That is because you are seeking ascension. If you just are a slave to the wage of work and, uh, and are part of this monopoly, then you will find that you will reincarnate and you won't be given a choice. But for you to be yeah, here, reality, you obviously are seeking ascension. The, uh, reality is, the, the reality is we're not only flesh, we're also energy. And energy, the energy is in Yeah. So that we are, when we pass away, our spirit is free from this planet, uh, the energy. We are spiritual entities in, encased in a um, in a mortality dream we are mortals right. a spiritual a spirit inside us a spiritual entity yeah, and we can do the most amazing of things planet. right now we're trapped on this planet and we're trapped in these these uh, meat sacks these bodies oh look i could do some loves here uh, chris joan marie says amen and good evening gentlemen thank you chris thank you for joining us good evening uh yeah uh they, yeah thank you daisy for tagging nicole low yes 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 nicole low it'd be a pleasure to have her join us um bobby stoikevsky says yeah our souls are perpetual 100 percent wow that's a big word bobby i might have to google that perpetual, perpetual i believe yeah. you i believe you bobby anyway infinite uh nicole lowe is here hi there nicole thank you for joining us hi, and yes we are wearing meat suits 
because we as spirits don't we need our meat suits to be a part of this realm to uh manifest rea part of this reality yeah. with our hands right. our arms and our legs and our mind all um meat suits yeah well yeah, that's, how, that's life, how we get to experience the existence in this dimension in the next life will we be prisoners of planet earth in the next life yes and no it depends really on what path you follow when you cross over and for some of you you will recognize that you do have a choice when you cross over that you haven't got a head full of light if you don't wish to there are other alternatives which you will discover this side of life or next side of life there are alternatives uh chris joan marie sends love thank you very much josh simmons thank you josh simmons for responding i don't think earth is a prison planet rather than when the anunnaki formed us they seemed fit to get out resources gold and other minerals and the left of us and then they left us we have been visited by other extraterrestrials and we have learned even more from them all good and bad and we will never know our complete truth and secret because of the elites they control our true knowledge the elites do control our true knowledge that is very true and we are brainwashed by professionals which is why you can't mock humanity because we have been brainwashed by professionals therefore it's not humanity's fault you can't blame all of mankind for the one percent who are selfish mean cruel and narcissists you, not all mankind is like that uh, thank you for sharing that with us josh the biggest brainwashing of humanity is religion itself yeah yeah and uh, nicole lowe says is jim smoking in prison yes. i'm in <laughs> so tight with I'm the warden I'm, 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 I'm in tight i'm in tight with the warden i can get away with that <laughs> matter of fact he supplies me hi there mike thank you for joining us mike hewins is in the house Woo! and uh I'm hi he says hi brad and jim mike is saying hello so for hi hello to I you mike Sean McCormick, hi there, Sean. Thank you for joining us. This is a Goldilocks planet because we are here. Thank you for sharing that. We are one. Yes, we are. We are all connected by the flower of life. The flower of life is God's gene, in my opinion. And we are, it says Sean McCormick. Yes, we are. We are all connected by the flower of life. The flower of life is a form of symmetry. We are, we are all connected with the energy. The same energy moves all of us. Mike Hewins says, wouldn't it be easier for the Anunnaki to use A1 machines to mine, seeing as they're so advanced? What it is, Mike, is they actually, there was a, a lower form of deity called the IgG. I-G-I-G, it's spelled. I-G-I-G, I-G-G, and they were the lower form of deity that were mining for monatomic gold, specifically monatomic gold, which was used to power their spaceships, and also they could consume this substance, this metal, because it enhanced their life, gave them vitality, and gave them youth, kept them looking younger and also prolonged their life as well however the igg mined for gold and it, the toil was hard so they say they mined for gold for 41 days something around that area and then they decided that enough was enough the toil was hard and they rebelled against enlil of the anunnaki and uh Enlil recognized the defeat uh, by the IGG and he uh, set to work with Enkai and they both created uh, a variety of Homo sapiens and we are probably the fourth generation possibly although we could be the third or the fifth we are the fourth generation shall we say just to cut it down aside the fourth generation of Homo sapiens that were created and we are still evolving to this very day we are not complete as we are yet we are still evolving however the elite do not want us to evolve and they got toxins in our food fluoride in the water chemtrails have got metal in the air barium aluminium which gives us alzheimer's um all, all, aluminum. All children, aluminum. All yeah aluminum yeah. chemtrails yeah 
yeah and they all this is to keep us suppressed from becoming psychic because me jim and you we are all psychic and they don't want us to be psychic because if we're psychic we will know what's going on we will recognize that we're being manipulated and we will may uprise against the one percent and the people would win and they know this therefore hence the reason why fluoride especially is one of their biggest favors flavors for toxins to infect us because it crystallizes our pineal gland and our pineal gland at the back of our heads here is what activates our third eye you know the sad part is the sad part is the majority does have the power but uh, they'll never stick together the only way that we can beat the one percent is to get together as a collective and that'll never happen and they know and realize that that's why they keep getting away with what they're getting away with So I someone just rang me right and I've just killed the call and killed the call and I've lost loads of my comments in the forum now. Anyway, I will go with Chris Joan Marie says they hide the secrets in all movies you all watch. That's right. Many movies we watch are a reflection of the of the life that we're living, the future that beholds us and is coming our way. I'll give you an example, the film Avatar. Some say we're living in a simulation. If you look at the film Avatar, the guy lays into an incubator and then he can transform his consciousness into another body and he can uh, be actively involved in another realm by laying in the incubator using his mind his consciousness in another body in another realm well ever thought that that's what's happening to me you and jim we are slaying somewhere in the incubator and we are manifesting our more dreams into this mortality dream with our hands with our eyes with our arms and legs we can walk and manifest and create ripples within the cosmos which is uh causes manifestations to occur in this mortality dream because we are sleeping in this incubator and we we are living in a simulation. That's one theory which does hold clarity. And another way they control us is with the um, subliminal messaging that's within uh, advertising and, and uh, television. Television, that's right. The Matrix, another film that some say, uh, especially uh, Keanu Reeves says the Matrix, the Matrix is a film. It's not a film. It's a documentary. The Matrix is a documentary about the way life really is on this planet. How about that from Keanu Reeves himself? Uh, yes. So Chris Joan Marie says they hide the secrets in all the movies you watch. Absolutely. Daisy Lynn says, if this is a prison planet, our warden would want us to shed our egos. Well, or dumb, dumb them down by poisoning us with toxins. They don't want us dead. They want us walking sick. Because by walking yeah. sick, we are feeding the big pharma companies with yeah, trillions of dollars of money for medication that we need and you will normally find you won't find a doctor that cures you you will normally find that the medication that they give you is what kills you more than it's got more chance of killing you than the disease itself the what, a lot of people, what a lot of people don't realize is we're actually slaves by to society itself by design Sean McCormick says, reality is what the observer perceives. How do you see yourself? I see us as spiritual entities in, um, inside of a human body. And if you take our spiritual entity away from our human body, we will die. We can't live without our spiritual entity. The spirit, our spirit is within. The psych, the psych is our spirit and we have more we have our also we have our um etheric spirit our ethereal spirit our astral spirit they are exactly. all part of our psyche when we are asleep those free spirits uh can leave our body without us dying and they can actually navigate the cosmos 
but he's actually right. He's actually right. There is no one truth. The closest that anyone will ever come to the truth in this particular lifetime is what in each individual perceives as being their truth. There is no one truth. The there is no line, one truth. I agree with that. No, the bottom line, the bottom line is life is a journey to be experienced, not a problem to be solved. I like that. Life is a journey to be experienced, not a problem to be solved. And uh, it, sadly, I wish everybody felt the same, or well, I don't. And that's very sad, I think. Mike Hewitt said, I read the other day that the shit they put in us prevent us from seeing certain frequencies. Bang on. Well done, Mike. That is absolutely true. Bobby Stoikevsky says, I've consumed gold. There's a vodka with gold flakes in it. I drank three quarters of a bottle once. Yes, there is a vodka with gold flakes in it. Agreed. I agree with that, Bobby. And you drank three quarters of a bottle once? Well, big up to you. Gregory Defence says, I'm unlocked and unplugged from the Matrix. Well done you, Gregory. Some of us do have that ability to unplug ourselves by awakening from within, by recognising who we are. And we all are more than who we are. We just need to recognise. Recognise is a word of power. We need to recognise ourselves. The truth itself, then, the actual truth itself comes from within. It's not there. You can't look for it out there or somewhere. It's it's from in here. That's where the truth lies. Chris Joan Marie says all metals are in your body. I actually agree with that. We was made of stardust and all the minerals of the earth are in That's our right. body. Elements of the earth are in our bodies, right? We're made up of uh, the elements of the earth. And what you know what what's mind boggling is when you stop to think about it, everything you see above the surface of the earth. The earth provided it came from out of the darkness of the earth and into the light right all the metals the steel the wood the trees all these objects the desk that i'm sitting at right now all produced by the earth so it, it is uh it is an honor i think to use the phrase mother earth because she provides everything we need uh, I do agree with you, Christian Marie. All the metals are in our body. However, I will also uh, suggest this to you, that too much of these metals could become poisonous to us as well. We are actually uh, created with the correct amount to, for adequate for our body to function and even enhance our lives. And but However, it's with additional metals added to us, they can create illnesses for us as well. Now, I've Which, got a... The uh, 1% the elites know this. I've got a Mother Earth poem, if anybody's interested in hearing it. I mean, if they don't like poetry, that's fine too, but... Wow, I'm getting different questions here. Right, we've got 20 minutes, so let's see if we can speed through this. Uh, Sean McCormick says, when we reach a certain mass, it will be spontaneous. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Daisy Lanita says, gold slogger, it's called here, Bobby. We drink it at Christmas. It's called gold slogger, what you drank, Bobby. <laughs> and Gregory Defence says, just like the TV show, Alter Ego, interesting. Alter Ego, interesting. Sean McCormick says, perhaps we are one little alien being held in a box. Chris Joan Marie says, if I could live in one, it would be future armor. That would be, uh, that, that's a cartoon, isn't it, as well, I believe. Bobby Storkevsky says, the power behind the government has used Hollywood to prepare us for what's coming in movies and literature for the past seven decades. Agreed. Bobby well, says, television you know, you is know a what? bigger brainwash than religion. Television is a bigger brainwash than religion. It's a you know. program, tell a lie vision, tell a lie vision, break it down. You know, the, the, cartoon, the cartoon there, The Simpsons, 
they've made a lot of predictions, future predictions. Yes, uh, Sean Gee, uh, hi there, Sean, thank you for joining us, says, why do you think they call them programs? Why do you think they call them programs? Absolutely. Uh, Sean Gee says, balance is the key. Balance is the key. Absolutely. Balance, learn to balance yourself. We have, as Jim says, a polarity of uh, darkness and light within us all, and we have to learn to balance it. That's right. Sean G says, go on, Jim. Thank you, Sean. And Bobby Stoikowski says, truth is subjective and selective as reality is. Thank you for that, Bobby. Chris Joan Marie says, do you guys remember Men in Black? The movie was all about a galaxy. Look at the end of that movie. From what I understand, the movie The Men in Black, The Men in Black actually did turn up for the movie, to the movie, and that was witnessed by one of the actors. And they dis the car disappeared as well. He actually witnessed the car disappearing, and he experienced meeting The Men in Black, and he felt stir running through him as well. Was, and uh, they were actually was... there to monitor the movie. That was Dan Aykroyd. He was yeah, uh, it was Dan Aykroyd. I couldn't think of his name, Jim. Thank you for sharing was, that. Uh, he was uh, actually outside a uh, studio where he was going to go into an, uh, for an interview regarding uh, extraterrestrial phenomenon, and uh, he was outside on his cell phone. I forget who he was talking to. Oh, he was on the phone with Britney Spears. And he said he happened to glance across the street and it was this big black car. And there was guys standing outside the vehicle, all dressed in black, staring at him. And he turned and he looked uh, the other way like this. And when he looked back, they were gone. Yeah, that's right. Well, you heard the same and, story, Jim. And, and uh, when he went into the studio for that interview, they canceled out. They said they weren't going to do the interview. Yeah, well done, Jim. Thank you for validating that for me. That's exactly what I wanted to say. Gregory Defense says, yes, sir. Thank you for that, Gregory. Um, yeah, Bobby says to Daisy Lineaton, there's a small world regarding the drink, Gold Slugger, which Bobby consumed three quarters of a bottle at Christmas. Oh, I don't know if Bobby drank it at Christmas. Yeah, uh, Daisy drinks it at Christmas. Wow. Uh, Chris Joan Marie says, all earth is a life. Absolutely. Plants are consciousness. Trees are consciousness too. They are different yeah, forms of consciousness. However, they do hold a form of intelligence. Earth is a living entity. Did you know a tree can actually record time, record, if there was a murder committed nearby, nearby, and there was a tree there, a psychic could walk up to the tree and the tree and read the tree and he would feel energy from the tree and that energy from the tree would give him visions yeah. actually revealing to him uh, the, um, the actual events leading up to the murder and the murder itself. He would get all this information from the tree. Yeah, believe it or not. The, yeah, the, they could tap into the vibrational frequencies. Um, Nicole Lowe says, the power behind the government has used Hollywood to prepare us for what's coming in movies, in literature, and in the past seven decades. Uh, Nicole is responding to Bobby's comment by saying that is called predictive programming. Yes, that's right. Absolutely. Uh, Mike Hewing says he's happy to hear it, Jim. Uh, Gregory Defense says that would be great, Jim. Uh, happy to hear what? Uh, what you were saying. Oh. It's all right, Jim. I, I'm rushing through these. we got uh, like uh, 12 minutes be before we end the show. So uh, Chris Joan Marie said the Earth is a network. Everything has a soul. Yes, the Earth is uh, Mother Gaia connected by a grid of ley lines, if you like, uh, that all connect the whole of the earth to the pyramids, Stonehenge, uh, and like other uh, monumental um, structures are all have been uh, positioned on ley lines because uh, where vortexes are, and Stonehenge is a giant vortex, 
pyramids are a giant vortex, uh, just as just two of many giant vortex. Did you know they're actually referred to as vile vortexes? Vile vortexes. You wouldn't believe that, would you? There's a couple of people that want to hear the poem. I just posted the comment on it. Um, Thank you. So I'm going to say it quick before we run out of time here because we've got about 11 minutes. All right, it's a Mother Earth poem. Through our biological mother, we have a natural birth. But there's another we mustn't forget, known as Mother Earth. She retains all the elements needed for us to live. She never asks for anything, but yet she will always give. We all stand steadfast on her solid ground. She caters to our every whim, which makes her quite profound. The soil provides our food. There is water in the creek. Her ability to support us should be thought of as unique. We savagely carve her surface, yet she never complains. We seem to abuse her constantly just to obtain our gains. Chemicals and pollutants are seemingly everywhere. Is this due to our own ignorance or is this simply we don't care? Then we build devastating weapons to justify our needs. We may one day destroy her due to our nasty deeds. She supported all life long before time became a measure. Must we keep abusing her just to gain some pleasure? We must show her some respect before the final call. For she is not our biological mother, but yet the mother of all. Thank you for sharing that, Jim. Welcome. I like poetry myself, and Jim is a poet. I haven't wrote poetry from for a long time, and Jim has. <laughs> and yeah, very oh, to I the wrote, point. I wrote, I wrote that that poem quite a long time ago. Really? How long ago was that, Jim? Do you remember? Oh, probably maybe ten, twelve years, something like that. Thank you for sharing that, Jim. You're welcome. Um, Sean McCormick says the tree will turn its leaves to the perpetrator. Yes, also trees have spirits attached to them, spirits attached to the trees. If you find a wand, a stick in the woods, the, for me, the church is my the the woods, the forest are my cathedral. If you find a stick in the woods, that stick will have a spiritual, a spirit attached to it. And that spirit is attached to the tree, a part of the tree. And it's normally kind to say a few words when you take the stick from the tree. Yeah, Chris Joan Marie says, the earth is a network, everything has a soul. And I agree with that, absolutely. Sean McCormick says, a tree will turn its leaves to the perpetrator. I think I've just said that. Nicole Lowe says, Earth is a prison planet. It is also a laboratory where humans are subjected to experimentation and also abductions. <laughs> yes, absolutely right, Nicole. Mike Hewins uh, enjoyed your poem. Thank you. He said uh, he was very happy to hear it. And Mike Hughes said, going to overtime, Bradley. I'm, Esoteric Hours is two hours long. This show is 60 minutes because Jim wishes to post it onto his Instagram account. So, and Instagram only what, permits no, those 60 no, minutes. What, what, what we could do is two parts. You know, we can end one part, you know, within the 60 minutes. And then we can just come back live if they want us to come back on. Uh, Josh Simmons says, we are all connected. Thank you, Josh, for that. Yes, we are. We are all connected by the flower of life. We're, all, by We're all connected by the source, the same energy that moves us all. Absolutely. Sean McCormick says, we are all we survey. Yes. What we are is what we see, what we feel, what we touch. That is who we are. Chris Joan Marie says that was beautiful, Jim. Oh, uh, Dave Unionita says she loved your poem, Jim. Thank, thank you, you for sharing. Gregory Defence says that was prestigious, Jim. Thank you so much. I can see your words clear as a vision. Mike Hewitt thank says you. thanks, Jim. Sharon Cornett Boonherner says that was really pretty. Forgive me for messing your name up. Uh, that was really pretty. She enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, Nicole Lowe says do two parts. 
Chris Joe Marie says yes, stay. Gregory's defence said that would be great, Jim. Uh, Nicole said the look on Jim's face in jail is priceless. <laughs> Woohoo! Oh, we covered. <laughs> this is yeah. just a depiction. I'm not alone. We're all in jail right now. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, Bobby Stoikeshi says, hello, lads. Hi there, Bobby. Um, Sean, key, Sean G says, balance is the key. Uh, oh, Jim, Mike McFarlane has joined us. Thank you for joining us, Jim. He says, hi, Jim Andre. Hey, how, you how you doing, McFarlane? Yeah, thank you for joining us. And Sean Gee says, all our souls are connected. Absolutely. And I think I have covered everybody. Absolutely well done indeed. Thank you, everyone, for joining <laughs> us. It's been a pleasure to hear your views, thoughts, feelings, and emotions as you share them on the forum. Nicolo says, yeah, Jim, but you have the best don't, don't F with me look. <laughs> you have the don't F with me look, Jim. Thank you for using the F word, Nicole. <laughs> uh, we get the gist. <laughs> yeah. I'll say to Jim, we should record. Me and Jim, some of our conversations, we should record them all the time. Record oh, yeah, yeah, we have, we have uh, some interesting conversations. to say And like, they should be recorded and shared, and they should be shared with you because you should have the right to intervene and share your thoughts and feelings as well. Because me and Jim, uh, believe it or not, don't agree on everything. We don't, and we recognise no, that. Agree. We don't agree 100%. No, we, uh, we have our differences, no. but... Uh, Chris Joe Marie says, your hat is nice too. Thank you very much. This is my latest edition, actually, and it matches my shirt. <laughs> I look like I've a proper G. I've got a and, hat too. I've got a hat too. See, look. Yeah, yeah, put it on. There you go. Now we look like bookends. And Chris Joe Marie says, Bradley, that's my last name. <laughs> that's my last name, Bradley. Oh, really? <laughs> and uh, Nicolo says you can agree agree to disagree. That's right, we do. We we don't fall out. We just agree to disagree. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we don't we don't agree on everything. But it's okay to disagree. It doesn't mean you've got to hate each other because you don't agree or you don't have the same views or opinions. Why hate each other for having a diverse opinions? That's what life yeah, is yeah. about. Alternative thinking. Well, that's Diver how people diversity. Uh Right, diversity, that's how people learn is through debating different people, you know, other people's ideas. And Nicole Lowe says, well, Jim Andre, the pimp hat in jail. Hey, <laughs> you better keep your bottom to the wall, Jim, wearing that well, hat. How do, you, how do you think I get in good with the warden? <laughs> what is that joke you said the other day? Uh, what is Churchill if Greece? Oh, oh no. uh, if uh, if China attacked Turkey from the rear, do you think Greece would help? <laughs> if China attacked Turkey from the rear, do you think Greece would help? <laughs> that was a little bit of humor there from Jim Andre. We got a few minutes, a couple of minutes left. Uh, Chris Joe Marie says she lives by that. Lots of love. Uh, Nicole Lowe says, I'm glad I'll get you guys to laugh. Yes, you do, Nicole. Absolutely. And we like a laugh. It is better you, to laugh. Don't laugh, than cry. you'll cry. That's right. It's better to laugh than to cry. I agree. Jim's been laughing all his life because he's got a full head of hair. He doesn't dye his beard, you know? <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to close the show now, but uh, yeah, we, we can return. Uh, you yeah, know. give us uh, give us about a fifteen minute break, and we'll be back on. How's that? that okay, that yeah, fifteen minutes. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you for your support, following us, and your contributions to our show. Thank you so much, everybody. Right, and thanks, Bobby yeah. kept you says, Jim, the colour of your hat is very flattering. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you, everybody. It's been a pleasure to have you near us, as always. Okay. All right, we'll see be you back in, in about fifteen minutes. minutes. All right, peace.